Hello, hello, hello again. It has been quite a minute since we connected on a new topic. And though I know you all love talking about success for three months, it's time to move on. This is Mindful Months, a conscious podcast. And if this is your first time listening to us, Thank you so much for being here. Thank you for joining us on this journey. And if you have been keeping up with all the episodes, thank you even, even deeper for continuing to support, continuing to want to grow, and continuing to shine your light as bright as you have been. Moving into a new topic this month, we are moving into the category, the theme of self-judgment. And we could talk for hours and hours about judgment and other people and ourselves and in lots of different categories. But today we're going to talk about how your self-judgment can actually serve you versus hurt you. So just starting right right into it, judgment is defined on dictionary.com as a noun, and it is the forming of an opinion, estimate, notion, or conclusion as from circumstances presented to the mind. So self-judgment is doing all of those things in relation to one's own being, own person. Now, like I said, we could absolutely get into lots of topics about judgment and tie it into every little thing. But today, I want the focus to be on finding the balance between hyperactive and inactive self-judgment. I have to stress, I have to stress the importance of the word balance. I truly, truly, truly think that it is the most important word to know and understand within our lifetime. And if you're reading this or listening to this, right, I invite you to practice finding the balance in your self-judgment this month and really lean into what it means to actually help yourself when it comes to self-judgment. So we're going to start by defining what I am considering hyperactive self-judgment. And then we'll get into what I am calling inactive self-judgment, okay? So so when our judgment is hyperactive, our self-judgment is hyperactive, our beautiful, complex minds like to take us on rides and create circumstances that may not actually be real. We begin to judge ourselves on every single word we speak, every single word we write, every action we take, every inaction we we do not take, And we most likely really judge those around us, those who we feel are not at all in tune with what they're saying to other people or the actions that they're taking and and or how they're impacting the people around them. And while yes, we are fully being responsible for our energy when we are hype, when we are in this mode of hyperactive self-judgment. We are. We're being responsible for the energy that we're putting out and we're being aware of others. But this hyperactive self-judgment leads to two potential 
and very damaging extremes. One of them being never actually being who really who we really are. So overly judging ourselves limits us so much and it doesn't allow our true spirit to come out because we're so busy calculating and criticizing every single move that we make and every single word that we speak that we don't even know what's true about us anymore. We have trouble finding what's already naturally good and how worthy we actually are. And so that leads to our self-esteem plummeting and we get entangled into focusing on only pleasing others because we feel we will never actually be satisfied with who we are. So then this leaves us perpetually confused, causing us to continually question what we are worth, what fulfills us, who we are, what our experience has actually shown us. And this journey leads to a lot of situations in in which we find ourselves looking back at our life and not recognizing that person that we were at all. It really can lead to a lot of identity crisis and a lot of you know depression that is that is stemmed from not understanding who you are the second part of this as if the first part isn't enough right the second part an extreme that we may go to is that if we're continuously hyper actively judging ourselves we may never actually be able to connect fully with others so when we judge ourselves harshly That's what we know. That's what we practice all the time. That's what our subconscious knows. So then that leads us to judging others harshly. And this is absolutely something that leads to lacking the ability to connect deeply with many people, really forming those strong bonds. We might create a mistrust within ourselves so deeply that that bleeds into all of our relationships. You know, since we programmed our brains to create quick judgments about ourselves, about every word we speak, about every action we take, we're doing it so often that our brain goes, oh yeah, this is the mode of operation that I need to take when I'm taking in the world around us, when I'm communicating and interacting with the world around me. Therefore, judging others' words and actions and their whole being before actually giving them a chance And when we don't give people chances, we never actually allow them to enter our lives fully. This is a path, of course, that leads to loneliness. This leads to a really big feeling of like no one understands us. And it really stops and limits our connections, which to me, in my opinion, are the whole point of why we are here. And I really feel a lot of us do have this problem, right? We, we're empathetic, we're compassionate, and, and we want to please people. I definitely feel like I was born with this hyperactive self-judgment and definitely have experienced it as, at various levels throughout my lifetime. Specifically, pinpointing adolescence for me. You know, we're all hyperactively judging ourselves through this time because we want to fit in and we're trying to find our voices and we think that everything that we say or do is life or death. Everything is huge and that's okay. 
But something a therapist once said to me that will forever remain one of the most important takeaways from my therapy experience is that you are not the center of the universe. And at first I took it really harshly. I was like, what? Well, I don't think that. That's not what I'm saying. It was true. It is the truth of all truths. Honestly, nobody thinks about you and your actions as much as you think about you and your actions. So all that time that I was thinking like, oh my gosh, I just said the dumbest thing. They're probably they're probably never going to talk to me again or I just made the dumbest choice. That's that's going to ruin my life. All of those things I was obviously projecting onto other people. But it was that idea that really, truly, I was putting myself at the center of their universe when really all of these judgments that I thought people were making about me were just the judgments I had over myself. And while the judgments, some of the judgments that I had over myself did stem from some people saying not nice things to me, I was the one that was really digging into them. I was really the one that was making a home for them. It wasn't them. So understanding this idea of not being the center of everyone's universe has helped my journey tremendously and especially through my spiritual journey too. Just a little bit about it. I, you know, when I started it, I really began judging myself harshly on my past and like blaming myself for absolutely everything and and just assuming way too much responsibility. And I also started judging myself on how I was beginning to lead my spiritual routine for a moment. I was like, oh my gosh, I'm not doing enough. I'm not doing enough meditation. My morning routine sucks, blah, 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 all this stuff. And then I came back to it and I was like, okay, hold on. You just started, right? Give myself that grace. And I also really was thinking about other people looking at my spiritual journey. And I've caught myself very quickly, thankfully, and reminded myself that my spiritual journey, very specifically, is the one that is the most for me and not for anyone else. So once I was able to take what others were going to think of me and what what I was thinking of myself based on what other people thought of me, once I took that out, my spiritual journey flourished and I was really starting to recognize my hyperactive self-judgment super fast, really quickly. And when, when I started doing that, I was able to start shifting that into productive and expansive self-awareness, which is the whole point of why we're here. And my journey and my purpose is to grow and to learn. So that was something really big for me with dealing with hyperactive self-judgment. So moving forward, the other side of the coin, inactive self-judgment. So for me, what I have kind of defined that as is inactive self-judgment means taking no responsibility for yourself and the energy you put out and living straight from your ego. It is both all about you and not about you at all at the same time. It's this crazy dichotomy. But these are the times when we say or do things that hurt other people and say, oh, well, they deserved it. 
It's the idea that other people are the ones at fault all the time. The idea that we don't need to assume any responsibility. These are the times when we allow people to also continually hurt us. You know, we back off from taking responsibility for our actions and and we live as though every single thing that we do either one, doesn't matter, or two, is just completely correct and completely we're the ones that are right. Inactive self-judgment, while it seems like maybe the most freeing at times, you know, thinking like, oh, well, I don't care what anyone thinks of me, so I'm going to do this and I'm going to do that and no one's, it's going to, it's not going to matter to anyone. Like, yes, it does seem freeing and, and again, that is something that we do need to lean into a little bit, but it's that balance. So if you're living in purely that inactive self-judgment, these following extremes are likely to happen. One is that we end up having no sense of direction and apathy. So the extreme of going through life with no judgment of ourselves and actions leads many of us to a very apathetic place. If nothing you do matters, then nothing you do matters. And so do you even matter? This question, while it may seem philosophical and very deep, oftentimes, if it is not balanced out, with something else, then a deep, deep existential crisis can occur when navigating these waters. And if it's not spoken through to a point of clarity with somebody, this is the kind of question that can lead to tragic endings. This can create deep confusion about who we are, about what our purpose is in the world, if we even have a purpose. And staying in this space absolutely creates a very confusing ride for your spirit and your energy. Because if we're living in this understanding where we're saying nothing matters, I don't matter, nothing I do matters, then our spirit definitely, definitely starts faltering a little bit. And this is where we find ourselves having an internal struggle because deep down our subconscious and our energy is wanting to know its purpose. It's wanting to journey out, right? And have this life experience. And so if we're telling it, no, you don't matter, we don't matter, the internal struggle is going to be very chaotic. And when you struggle internally on something that is so important, It is very much so something that leads to major depression, sometimes leading us to addiction and other other very tragic endings. Again, this is an extreme, but it's an extreme that I have personally seen in my life with a couple of people who were very close to me. And again, we're finding the balance, right? So moving on to the second the second point of if we are living in a space of inactive self-judgment where we're not taking responsibility for anything, we find ourselves having and leading a life of many imbalanced relationships. So 
leading a life of having no judgment over yourself at all also attracts and leaves room for a lot of imbalanced and unhealthy relationships. So oftentimes when our brain is not used to creating judgments about ourselves, kind of letting us off the hook, letting us off the hook, letting us off the hook, and when it's not when we're not able to hold ourselves accountable, our brain has a hard time creating judgments about others and it has a hard time knowing how to hold others accountable. So This is something that opens the door for allowing people who are not aligned with you, who are not good for you and your energy to continually appear in your life and to create chaos and to create harm. This kind of inactive self-judgment makes creating boundaries and holding boundaries very difficult. Because when we are not able to, again, hold ourselves accountable and even hold boundaries for ourselves and for energy, how are we ever going to know to do that for other people? Again, this is the extreme. And unfortunately, though, when we do find this extreme of inactive judgment is when we find people who end up in these abusive, imbalanced relationships. And on the other end of the spectrum, due to ego, so if someone has inactive self-judgment, they're not just not judging themselves at all, and they're just like, I'm right, I'm right, I'm right, I'm right, I'm right. Well, we have the other end, and we have create the narcissist. And if that is someone that is you, and you're just ego-driven, then that means that you are the one causing harm and seeing nothing wrong with it not judging yourself. And so then that is absolutely something that is going to leave you in a very lonely space because people eventually absolutely get fed up with your ego-based decisions and it causes incredible trust issues within your life and within the relationships in your life. So yeah, inactive self-judgment The extremes are these imbalanced relationships and no sense of direction and apathy. And as opposed to hyperactive self-judgment, I've never been 100% inactive because I've always been way too attuned to judging myself and others, which is a big yikes. But um, however, I will say with certain people, I have definitely displayed these characteristics at times. You know, there were certain people and moments in my life that brought out very whatever, who cares, I don't care about you, I don't care about me, the world is shit show, none of this matters type of mentalities. And those were truly some of my darker days. It was that existential crisis that that I really was unaware of what to do with and that I really needed help with. And that's where therapy helped so much when when I was in those moments. I'm so incredibly grateful to have the awareness and the guidance to move out of those moments and to have the tools to move through them because they come, they happen. But now I have the tools to move through them. So gloom and doom, 
Okay, let's talk about how to balance these, okay? So let's talk about how we want to balance what questions we can ask ourselves when we are feeling these hyperactive or these inactive judgments. Because at the end of the day, when you know who you are, when you can stand in your truth, that is you living that balanced judgment. When you can take responsibility but not victimize yourself over it, that is that balance that we are, oh my gosh, so looking to find. So balance is everything. No one wants to live in either extreme because both lead to self-destruction and balance creates freedom. So how do we create it? We go inward, introspection always. Introspection with a lot, a lot of grace and a lot of patience. I, this is a blog that I'm reading to you all and when, if you, anyone wants to read and copy the questions, uh, I'll put the link in the bio, but all throughout this piece of writing, this upcoming piece of writing, I, in quotations or in parentheses, I write grace and patience, grace and patience, grace and patience. I'm not going to read it out loud like that, but I, it's just that reminder of remind yourself to have grace and patience with this question, with this question, with this question. So I'm just going to stress that right now. Okay, moving on. So we have to ask ourselves the tough questions and we have to write about them. We have to get them out. We ask ourselves, why? Why do I feel like I am not worthy of receiving that amount of money? Where is my self-esteem now? Who do I base my self-worth off of? Why do I judge my nose the way that I do? Why can't I seem to just let go and dance like nobody's in the room? Why is this fear present in my life? What is my purpose? What beautiful contributions have I already made to this world? What more will my presence bring to this collective energy? All of those introspective questions are so important. And then you go outward and you evaluate your judgments of others because that is going to allow you to go back in and further ask yourself, why do I care about what that person's wearing? Why am I thinking that that person has it all figured out? Why do I care that they are happy? Why am I assuming that they are wrong? Why am I picking apart every single thing that they are telling me right now instead of listening fully to the whole message? Why am I jealous of that person's ability to be free on that dance floor? Why do I look at them and get a bad vibe? Why am I going to describe them and label them when I talk about them later, when I don't even know them? There's a huge difference between being observant and being judgmental. So I, I wanna really invite you to have that discernment, especially this month, in understanding why you are judging the way that you are. All of our judgments about others are small reflections of ourselves. So by getting to know ourselves and asking ourselves these questions during these moments of judgment, we begin using judgment for good and for our growth and for our clarity. But I cannot stress the importance of giving yourself grace and patience when going on this journey of introspection. So please write those words down everywhere that you can because they too are what will help you create balance, grace, and patience with yourself. And so, screw the people who are like, just stop judging yourself. Me, aka me, I have said that 
So screw what I said earlier this year or last year. Create judgments of yourselves fairly and then move forward. Self-judgment imbalance is self-awareness. Your judgments don't always have to be negative. We have tied negativity to judgment for a while, but it doesn't have to be that. There might be moments of life where you look back and say, oh yeah, that was an interesting choice. Next time I probably won't make the choice that hurts me or others in the long run. And then you move forward. You don't dwell on that anymore. You let it go. But you also make sure that there are also moments where you look back and say, damn, I rocked that decision. And get into that energy, sink into that energy and make more of those choices that lead you to those decisions. We must practice living in a balanced space of responsibility and staying true to ourselves. Then and only then will our self-judgment work for us day in and day out. So cheers to you, all of you, rocking balance this month, rocking balance with your self-judgment, making sure that you are kind to yourself, making sure that you are learning every single day, every single moment. And I'm sending you a lot of love. We're going to have a couple of guests on this month and we're going to chit chat about their journey with self-judgment. I have written a lot of about judgment on some of my Instagram posts and you can find the link to those posts in the notes, the show notes. So check it out. Thank you so much for being here. Thanks for sticking with me. Happy to have a whole new topic and happy to grow with you as always. Y'all rock. I'm going to go teach some dancing. Thanks for being here. Bye.